BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Tough Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi, and this week I am joined by Us Weekly senior writer and host of our Bachelor podcast, Here for the Right Reasons, Sarah Huron. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Christina. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm so excited. There's been so much Bravo news this week. I'm like freaking out. I know. Bravo, bravo, bravo all the time. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so like uh, Sarah said, we have a ton to get to. So let's kick it off. I mean, obviously, big news of the week. Nini is officially leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta. To say I'm surprised would be, I mean, I I can't say I'm surprised, actually, because there have been so many contract negotiations, so many things going on. So it kind of felt like she was had one foot out the door for quite some time. I totally agree. I mean, listen, Nini is a legend, right? She's Mm -hmm. an OG. She put Atlanta on the map. She put Bravo on the map in certain ways, and she'll always be an icon. She gave us so much. But I really feel like ever since she left the first time and came back, it hasn't quite been the same. I think it was around Mm -hmm. season 10. Um, She got a little mean. I know Greg had a lot going on. So I'm sad. But at the same time, I think some distance is for the best. I think so, too. And when I spoke to Cynthia last month and she said, you know, she hasn't seen Nini, she hasn't been filming. And she's like, we've done it before without her. We can do it again. Granted, she does bring some fabulous TV, but I think we'll still be okay. They have some new girls this season. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, I think it almost hurts the most just because we've had so much Bravo loss in 2020. Yes, I know. Whereas I think the show will actually do okay without Nini. And she'll probably be back again. It's just like hurts to pile it on. I know. But I mean, between Nini, Dorinda, Denise, I mean, who's next? <laughs> I'm scared. I don't want to know. I know. This As if this year hasn't been bad enough. What more can we take? Totally. Um, all right. Let's move on to the final uh, part three of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. And I mean, even though this reunion was virtual, they have been bringing it. We have gotten so much drama. I mean, the stuff with Denise Brandy and now Heather Locklear. I mean, I we can't even keep up with so, with all the drama that has been going on. 
I know. I mean, it was kind of heartbreaking, honestly, to watch Denise. She looked like she was about to start crying the entire Mm -hmm. time. And as frustrating as it's been for a viewer for her to kind of shut herself off and not really acknowledge a lot of stuff they're saying, everyone, I don't like it when it's too gang up on. It doesn't come off off well. And I think this whole season and specifically reunion, it was just kind of sad. And I'm sad that that's the last Denise will have because I miss the fun Denise. I do too. I I really feel like like you said, I feel like they have really ganged up on her this season a little bit. I do feel, I mean, we've said this before on the show, that if she just kind of admitted what happened, me personally, I believe Brandy. Do you? I believe Brandy, but I'm somehow team Denise. I feel like- I know. Like, I yes. <laughs> I just feel if Brandy was like, yes, whatever, we hooked up, let's move on. I feel like this wouldn't have been as big of an issue as it was because she just keeps dragging on, dragging on. Granted, she probably wants to save her marriage and her family and her reputation, but I just feel like if we wouldn't be talking about it as much if she just kind of acknowledged it and we could move on. Agreed. And I think the women, I understand that they love to be like truth seekers and they want to hold mm-hmm. people accountable and they want you to own it, but it's like, accept the answer and move on. I feel like a lot of right. other stuff happened at the beginning of the season and we didn't like, I think between Garcelle and Kyle was honestly the most interesting dynamic. Yes. And we haven't talked about that since part one. Like part right. three was just rehashing it again. Yeah. I mean, I don't even really remember any other drama this season, despite just this Brandy and Denise thing. I mean, do you think that now they'll bring Brandy back as a full-time housewife? I mean, in the past, I, I would have said I hope so, because I think Brandy does add a certain layer to the show. But after all of this, it's just like it'll come off maybe too calculated. Like it'll mm-hmm. look like she was doing it for the show, which, you know, she has told us. She's told everyone that she's not. And she was just, you know, telling her truth, which is fine. But now I think it's almost she kind of shot herself in the foot. And now it's just like yeah. weird. And I don't it think is it weird. Would, I don't think it would work if she came back now. I don't think so either. What do you think about her bringing Heather Locklear into this whole mess? I mean, selfishly, I thought it was kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's funny that Lisa Renna, I feel like Brandy somehow knew that Lisa Renna brought it up at the reunion because then for her to bring it up on Watch Happens Live, like they're all, it's just a little too calculated. Yeah. Um, I want Heather Locklear to, to weigh in so badly though. I do too. I mean, please weigh in. <laughs> I'd love to know if you're really in cahoots with Denise or uh, with Brandy about all this. I mean, there's also been all these rumors that maybe Chris Jenner will be joining the show, which I am all for. I am all for too. I said um, on Us Weekly's news podcast, Hot Hollywood, I'm all for, but we need a little bit of breathing room. Like you need yes. to be a little thirsty to be a housewife. <laughs> and obviously Chris Jenner doesn't need it yet, but I think in a few years, it'll it'll be really good. I couldn't agree with that more. Yes. The dust needs to settle with the Kardashians for a bit before we need to miss you, Chris, before you can come back. Exactly. Um, and then Charlie Sheen, of course, got involved in all of this because why not? He, um, re- he released a statement saying, you know, Denise is one and done, even though she's been on for two seasons. So Charlie really hasn't been keeping up with Denise at all. <laughs> I know it's so classic. I mean, I don't, I'm sure someone reached out to Charlie and I, I doubt he just offered up this statement. Right. Yes. Yes. The fact that he's commenting is hilarious. I'm kind of sad we never got to see a little glimpse of him. I wonder if he was just like a hard no for that. I mean, I would imagine. Probably. But even like that, at the beginning of the season, Denise was talking about some of their like custody stuff. Like we didn't Mm -hmm. get any of that because everything she shut off the second this Brandy stuff came up. And I understand why they wanted to talk about it. Like it was really shocking when you first hear it. But it just like overtook it. It, They needed to like, the producer should be like how to limit how many times they say Brandy's name. Right. I mean, do you think that if Bravo paid Denise like a crazy amount of money, she would have said yes? It would have had to be a pretty crazy amount of money. Yeah, I think so too. 
<laughs> Maybe if the price is right, they'll they'll say yes. Yeah. And then in the midst of all of this, Kyle and Camille were feuding over Teddy. Teddy had to defend her business company because a lot of people were attacking that as well. So finally, we got a, a new layer of drama, I guess. Yeah, I mean, listen, the thing about Beverly Hills that kind of frustrates me is all of the players are great and their tweets and like feuds on Instagram are better than what we see on the show. Mm -hmm. So this is just another example of, you know, whatever's going on with Teddy's company, I guarantee you if she's back, we won't talk about it on the show. And that would yeah. be something that would actually be really interesting. The same way with the lawsuits, whether it was Lisa Vanderpump or Dorit, we never see a lot of the stuff we want to see and it's frustrating. So then I think Beverly Hills would, it suffered the last couple of years because we're yeah. not, they're not being super transparent and they're fighting and then getting mad at each other for bringing stuff up and then trying to sue each other over it. And as much as Camille is Camille, she mm -hmm. in those early seasons was kind of the one who would say stuff that she probably wasn't supposed to say. So I don't right. want her back, but this is another example of Camille addressing kind of the elephant in the room no that's so true i mean like this year it was all about brandy and denise last year it was all about puppy gate and like you said you don't really get the real drama that's going on because they take this one little nugget of uh of a storyline and they drag it through the entire season which is kind of like why i love new york so much more because they're just so much more real and they're actually like real life issues that they're dealing with and you know it seems like the drama between them is actually like they care about each other whether this is kind of like maybe sometimes staged a little bit yeah I think I mean in New York one like you said they definitely are a little bit more in each other's lives full time mm -hmm. not just on the show they will throw each other under the under the bus and then five minutes later they're toasting yeah like, they're just a special breed in New York and I know that <laughs> they really them, are but they yes. like, the Beverly Hills ladies do need to take a little bit of a lesson on like stop harping on the same thing over and over and over again. Um, this I thought was interesting. Dorit and PK listed their home. Um, and this is the home that they just kind of recently moved into. She's been saying all season long, like this is their dream home. They renovated their kitchen, the closet. So it kind of made me think right away that maybe there's some trouble in paradise between the two of them. I mean, at Us Weekly, we know sometimes when a house is on the market, mm -hmm. yes. it's kind of a red flag. Um, <laughs> I know they shot down split rumors earlier this year. Between their finances, their relationship, there's always like something we don't quite know there. Yeah. But you're right. They She talked about this house all season. Right. And I, I spoke to her right before the season even started and she did it in her new home. She's like, oh my God, look at my house. I'm so excited about this. So I don't know why, unless, like you said, you know, they have been having trouble with their finances in the past. And so maybe they had to kind of unload this house or they thought it was a good market and they're doing well and wanted to buy something bigger. I don't know why you need something bigger than that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was definitely an interesting move. Maybe they're moving into the Capri room at Buca de Beppo. I mean, <laughs> maybe they are. <laughs> maybe, or maybe they thought that was going to hit it bigger because, but then Corona, who knows? Um, who knows? Whatever it is, I hope we actually find out. I just think... Beverly Hills, they broke the fourth wall this season, obviously with Denise, and that was fascinating. So if they just go a little deeper, like those early seasons were so dark, but like mm -hmm. so real. And I feel like we've lost that the last like, like probably four seasons now, like it's yeah. always been superficial. And I'm hoping Dorit is like fascinating. And she's such a good season. Mm -hmm. I feel like she kind of became a fan favorite. And I think everyone would like respect her and love her even more if she was just like a little more honest.
a little more honest. Yeah, because she really didn't open up too much about the whole financial issues. And I mean, I know that there were lawsuits involved and thing, things like that. But yeah, I'd like to see her be a little bit more open next season. And I feel like every single season, people get a little bit more comfortable. Like, I feel like we've saw a totally different side of Erica this season, too. So maybe as time goes on, she'll get a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Erica was once Lisa Vanderpump was gone, she felt like mm-hmm. she could actually speak her truth. Right. Her yeah. Knife. But I also almost feel like now we've seen, I love Erica. I think she's iconic, but we've almost seen everything she's going to give us because I we're so waiting too. for the soft side and we finally mm-hmm. got it. And now it's just kind of like the clothes and the hair and Dorit kind of does yeah. that. So I don't they need, I think they need to do some shakeups. I think so too. I feel like every franchise is gonna do some shakeups. I mean, New York did with Dorinda leaving, which I'm still trying to get over. Um, and yeah. you know, there's been all these rumors going around of who can join the cast. I mean, we saw we in last night's Real Housewives of New York reunion, apparently Bethany gave 30 names. I would love to know who's on the list. Oh my God, leak that list, somebody. Like I was freaking out. And I love that Andy said that. Like that was another mm-hmm. example of Obviously, for whatever reason, Dorinda was so offended by the fact that they were presenting Leah as introduced by Tinsley when it was really Bethany who, you know, introduced her to the show, which I don't really know why she cared that much. But when Andy said that, I was and it was so interesting also to know that Bethany stopped, like quit the day before they were supposed to start. Yes. Tinsley left midseason. Like New York definitely had kind of a rocky year. But I mean, without Bethany changes in the entire dynamic of a show. So Yes. And I thought that they handled it great this year. I mean, I love Leah. She's like one of my favorite like rookie housewives of all time. I think she is so, so great. And I really hope Bravo pays her what they need because, you know, there were reports this week that she's kind of holding out signing her contract because she thought the offer that they gave her was maybe a little insulting. And I, I pay up Bravo. She's fabulous. I totally agree. And I think that the I love New York too all the time. I mean, I could watch those ladies literally do anything, mm-hmm. but there's something to be said also that I think the future of the franchise is that dynamic between Leah and Ramona, the old yeah. school, the new school. And I think that bringing on some more people, Leah's age, I don't want to get rid of all the OGs, but I think Luann can hang, Sonia can hang yeah. and Ramona might reject, but that's also an interesting dynamic. So they got to pay up. I agree. It will be, I, I don't know what I'll do if we lose. We just had got Leah. We can't lose her. I know. We can't lose her now. We can't lose her now. I mean, were you surprised that Ramona stayed over Dorinda? Yes, only because after watching the reunion especially, Dorinda kind of reminds me of Lisa Renna right now, where mm-hmm. like when they started, they were like a breath of fresh and they're so unapologetically themselves, but they're having a little too much fun, you know, poking, like being mean. Like mm-hmm. the way Lisa was talking to Denise was so heartless and this is supposed to be a friend of 20 years. And the way Dorinda was just consistently poking at Tinsley who never did anything to her. I love yeah. Dorinda. And I felt like there was, it, it, it didn't seem like her. It was like a shell of her and she was just being a little too mean. And it I, Ramona, was. Ramona does own up to her repeated mistakes over and over again. <laughs> Right. She just continues to get a pass no matter what she says or does. But yeah, no, it was, I mean, even in last night's uh, reunion episode, Dorinda just kept going in on Tinsley and like nobody can really figure out why she's so angry with her. And I mean, who knows if it's because of that whole money issue with John, but that doesn't seem like it would, that would equate to her being so angry with Tinsley. It really makes no sense. I think sometimes they get a little too caught up in being in the show. Like Lisa, if yeah. like Lisa Renna and Dorinda have both been on the show for a while now. It's very much their lives. They're in, they're ingrained in it. 
And it maybe it's like they, they don't ever shut it off. Like they're constantly right. thinking of the future and they're almost trying to produce maybe it because the way Dorinda got so upset with the like fake toast to Tinsley at the end. Like I think she's just in her head too much. And we kind of lost that like just genuinely nice, kind Dorinda who mm-hmm. cared about her friends so much. Because like another good example of she's known Ramona and Luann, all of them off camera. And I think she got maybe too caught up in the show, but I'm holding out hope that we'll get Dorinda back in a few years. I feel like we will. I feel like, I feel like she can't be gone for too long. I think that she needs to just kind of have a breather for maybe a year or two. And then she'll kind of come back into the mix because we can't not go up to Bluestone Manor ever again. (laughs) I know. I was kind of hoping we could get Heather Thompson at least as like a friend so we could get a Berkshire strip. Um, but I don't know what they're going to do. Obviously we know they want to do more diversity, which I think is right. great, but I, I don't know. There's, there's, I, they could go so many ways. Cause there's not that many cast members right now. No, there's a, they're like dropping like flies. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, somebody that's not going to be a new cast member is Snooki. Cause, uh, she is not joining the real housewives of New Jersey as much as uh, I would love to see that. She kind of put the kibosh on that. Yes. Um, I think Snooki definitely belongs on reality television. <laughs> I, I don't know. If Housewives, it would be perfect for her. But it's I, true. I, I, I don't know. She's a Jersey girl. The Jersey girls can kind of hang with whoever. So it would be interesting. Maybe like a cameo first. Try Maybe a cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like these ladies might be a, a bit much for her to handle. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't think she, I think she would excel with like the social part. But the second maybe someone was trying to throw a table I don't know if she was down for that anymore because we know she walked away from Jersey Shore recently. So maybe she needs a break too. But then in a couple of years, honestly, I think you throw Snooki and Jay while in there together. Yes. So they can like be a power duo. And I'm sure she can hang. So it would be interesting. But it was funny that that got started and she was like shutting down the rumors. I'm like, where did they even start? Where did they even, who knows? People like come up with like, I think because she was maybe seen in the same town or maybe like the same area. But, you know, Jersey Shore is a small place, so I'm sure they're all still hanging down there. Um, And then finally, because we didn't get to talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer, I mean, blew my mind. It is coming out in November. We're so excited about it. We're finally going to get some new Housewives. I was a little, like, on the fence about this when I first heard about it because I'm like, oh, you know, Salt Lake City, not really sure how that's going to be. But these ladies seem like they're going to bring it. Oh, yeah. I thought the trailer was great. It was a good combination of, like, fun and drama and I think that that's always a good sign because you don't want it to be like too much right off the bat but you also don't Mm -hmm. want it to be like too like silly and I just think the like the Mormon half Mormons (laughs) half not people who used to be Mormons people who are converting back to being Mormons like that is fascinating to me and I think it's going to be like an insane dynamic it's it really is going to be great it seems like they have a good group of people and it will fill this void because who knows when we're going to get you know I think they started filming Jersey again they started filming Dallas but it seems like we're probably going to get things a little bit slowly than we used to because of everything going on with the coronavirus but OC is coming back Salt Lake City Hopefully Jersey will be soon and we'll get our housewives fixed. Yes, absolutely. And I will say I'm excited for Salt Lake City because it was filmed so long ago that there won't be any yes. coronavirus mentioned. Like I know it's true. going to be coronavirus heavy. And like, I'm a little like, I don't know if I want to watch this all over again. Like we're still living it. It's like not fun to be pretending it's over yet. So no. <laughs> I'm excited for that. And I'm also excited for the girl who married her um grandmother's second husband. Who's yes. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Mary, she is already... An icon, so she is. <laughs> well, we I'm hope to have some of the ladies on the podcast soon. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for running down all things housewives with me. Anytime, Christina. 
All right. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you need your Housewives fixed before then, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. 